in 2001. The Zanon workers are planning future rallies and festivals in Buenos Aires before the legality of the Fat Scene Pack Cooperative expires. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Marie Trigona in Neuquén. Free Speech Radio News is a worker-run collective produced at Pacifica stations WBAI in New York, KPFA in Berkeley, and KPFK in Los Angeles. In Berkeley, I'm Brian Edwards-Tiegert sitting in for Out of Bogado. the clothes in the parking lot. Seriously. Sorry, must have dropped them. Dan, you can't take your clothes off until we're in the studio. Yeah, we do the show semi-live and semi-nude, not the parking lot. See, I just like to think of Wednesday as naked day. Me too. I have a hard time putting clothes on at all. Actually, naked time is only from six to seven, not all day. At least wear a feather boa the rest of the time, Dan. Speaking of six to seven, it's almost time. Crud, we have to hurry. See, I am ready to go, and you fools have to strip still. Well, I'm wearing my easy-release stripper clothes. Ta-da! All right, y'all, let's start the show. It's 6 o'clock on Wednesday. Time for Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. The next hour is going to be bursting with news, reviews, and interviews for the TBLG community, our friends, families, and allies. And we are your hosts, the cool kids. Dan. Meredith. Christy. And Greg. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. And and it is just it is us. Just, uh, d- us. just us. It just is Christy and Dan. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and it is July fifth, uh, two thousand six. Yes, yes. two thousand six. Yes, thank you. That shouldn't be the hard part of the date. Well, actually, it is because today I've been working on all of the winter semester scheduling and uh, things like this. So, so that's been, all said two thousand and seven. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, two thousand seven. This two thousand seven. That. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So I see. so. Yes, I had to quickly think and then, yes, quickly think about that. So, um, yes, I understand that yawn. It has been quite the. Take it personally. (laughs) Um, So, yes, so it's uh, been quite a a week. I feel like I just left here a few minutes ago and I'm like back already. So, it's been. That's a fast week. It is. My goodness. You know, really quickly before we get started. Okay. Of the first first time of many, we're probably going to mention this, but Dan. Did you know that you can now download podcasts of Closets Are For Clothes? I did not. You can. And how would we go about doing that? And why would I want to go about that? (laughs) No, just kidding. Well, you may not. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. But it's really actually super easy. Okay. Super, super easy. So you want to go to the music store at iTunes. This is on the internet. All right. So go to the music store in iTunes and you click on podcasts. Okay. Right? And you do a search for closets. C-L-O-S-E-T-S. Yes. That's us. Okay. And when um, it comes up, you click on subscribe, and the show will automatically be downloaded every week. 
Fantastic. For you to listen to. Wow, that is easy. That's something that I could do. You could do it, Dan. I know. I, I, I'm going to have to try this. This is cool because not only can you then listen to it on your computer, but you could also put it on your iPod or your other MP3 player, and, and you could take us with you everywhere you go. Woohoo! You could listen to Closets on the Bus. That's right. You could listen to Closets at, at a coffee house. Yes. You know, wherever you want to listen to I almost to felt us. like we were in a Dr. Seuss book moment the there. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> on your bike. Um, exactly. On your trike. With green eggs and ham. Yeah. <laughs> or the cat in the hat. Yes, exactly. Any of those places you can do that. That's so, right. again, really quickly, go to I, the music store in iTunes. Got it. Click on podcasts. Do a search for closets. Click subscribe. And automatically, you'll get closets downloaded to your computer every single week. Wow. At like every 7 week. 7.05 on Wednesday. Like Woo-hoo. as soon as the show is over, it'll be there. Fantastic. Us. Wow. So, so yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? That is. So people could actually, who are some of our new listeners now, when uh, school starts and have a class That's or something, right. they could be able to. Or if you've got some friends like somewhere else in the country and you've That's been right. telling them about our great show, but they, for some reason, can't listen on the internet when we're on, they can't do the live streaming broadcast or whatever they can download it and listen right. anytime that works for them that's right you know if they live say on the in the pacific northwest right still t- during the work day yeah may not be feasible for them to right. listen right but now boom anytime 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 closets anytime that's right it's a new improved it's like a all-you-can-eat diner <laughs> open all night long <laughs> exactly so uh, we we'll wow. look for we'll look for hits yes we will. We'll be. We'll yeah. We'll look, look to see them. if we uh, if we get any. So tell your friends. That's right. We've been. We actually have been promising that this was going to happen for a little while. That's now. right. And finally. And, and finally, it is. Woo-hoo. So that's really cool. Really, yes. really cool. So how are you, Dan? I am great. I'm I am fantastic. Oh my gosh, I had a wonderful weekend. Spent um, the whole weekend with seven queers, and Woo-hoo! oh my gosh, and you know, and th- we just and we went up camping, and it was a challenge though. I, it was quite the challenge. Where did you go camping, if I can ask? You certainly can. We went up to um, the uh, uh, Tawas County. Okay. Um, near West Branch, Houghton mm-hmm. Lake, that area. Um, and you want to hear something funny about West Branch? Yes. Quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My lovely partner, who's a flaming queer, as we all know, <laughs> in high school went on a mission trip to West Branch. Oh, wow. Yes. And what was her mission? Well, to convert them to her church. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. West Branch. And was she successful? I have no idea, actually. I don't think she remembers much of it. She just remembers that. Every time we drive through West Branch, she says that. I went on a mission trip here in high school. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Wow. Well, maybe there'd be like, you know, St. Daniel uh, Church of the, you know... Yeah. Church of something, or the Church of St. Daniel. Our, Our Lady of Perpetual Rainbows. That's right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my word. Um, so now I'm scared. Um, but yeah, so wow. Yeah, I'd be, they'd be interested to find out what, you know, like what actually, like if there is something. Because that's one of the things that happened last week, uh, week for me, is that I thought I did not know that my aunt actually has a senior citizen assisted living uh, complex named after her. Wow. Yeah, apparently she did some study and said, hey, this is something that um, we are lacking in our community. Went to, um, and went to the... Uh, uh, and went to her church and said, "Hey, we need to put a senior citizen center together um, because we just we, there's like 
2,400 senior citizens that are going to be happening in the last, like, 10 years. And this was apparently six years ago. And she said, uh, we don't have anything to support them. Um, or not enough facilities that would. And so they gathered the funds, put something together, and boom, there's something named after That's her. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even know about this. So I'm like, wow. So, you know, just start off with a little idea. And That's right. Goodness gracious. And so there might be an actual, you know, church. I don't know, synagogue, temple, whatever. Um, Something. Of all the work that, you know, your partner had done. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know if we want to hope for that. <laughs> It was so. it was not a friendly church. Right. So right. I don't know if we want to hope for that. Oh, I see. Gotcha. So you were up north with yes. the seven queers. Yes, exactly. And we had discovered that there were there was no gas coming into the cabin. Um and there were um You um, mean like like propane, like cooking yeah, gas, right. heating gas? Right, exactly. Okay. And um the um sorry, there was uh I clicked on the wrong thing for my email to talk about for tomorrow. But um, there was a... Uh, um so yeah, so there's no gas, and so uh, so uh, the seven of us were like, so what are we gonna do? And sure enough, because there's no stove, there's no oven, um, which also means that there is no warm water. Right. So there's gonna be the three of us up there with uh, with just cold water uh, taking, and it was very funny to hear the screams because it became a secret that as people were taking showers, they did not reveal the next to the next person that we don't don't have any hot water or right if they on. did they just thought that um, it was used up it was used up they just had to wait a little longer and so they did all the other stuff first before jumping into the shower and then all of a sudden you'd hear this oh it's cold it was very funny to have all these <laughs> queers who are very who ha- usually have a very deep oh, voice and, you know we were trying to be really butch this weekend and you know cutting some wood yeah, that's, and that's why you know, you're bonfire in a cabin with a stove and right that. right really rough at it you know yeah. um, we only had a toaster and a microwave you know it was it was tough you know Tough um, yes, but it was very funny to be able to go to different things, and there's like these six guys that like show up out of nowhere, and people are like, "And why are you all here? Like, why are these guys? Why is it just guys? And there's seven of you like this, and um, we go on various. Like, we did some touring of some of there's some lighthouses that are up there, and sure enough, there was a. Um, <laughs> there, we, we they would only take like five or six at a time, and we were like, "Oh no, we we travel together." And they were like, "So all seven of you guys are going up here?" Like, "Yeah, if we want to go see the 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 lighthouse, probably the biggest phallic thing, you know, for seven guys Absolutely. to go see." You know, so now that I think about it, that was like, "Oh, that's quite ironic." Um, it is. But at the same time, oh, and then of course you see the seven guys, and then we also went to the beach, and it's a straight beach, and so sure enough, we there's seven of us walking up and down the. Uh, um, and our various, uh, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, but in different, uh, different areas c- covered, um, going up and down the, uh, <laughs> the beach. states of dress and undress. Yes, that's how I would say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a naked, uh, uh, naked closets just it was a very interesting, uh, effect up in Tawas County. So, I'm sure. Um, yes. And so we, uh, it was very funny. So, um, 
but yeah, I mean, it was just a very, it was wonderful though, actually, because it was just a, we just got to be able to just get to know each other more and catch up and, um, and just really just be there with each other rather than always having these like set times where I only have two hours for dinner and then I gotta go or, um, mm. or just swing by 15 minutes to drop something off. They have hope everything's okay. Yep. Okay. Great. Bye. And keep going. And so it's one of those things that was really nice just to meet with everybody. Hang so, out. Yeah, exactly. So how was your weekend? You know, I'm doing good. My weekend was fine. We're getting ready to go out of town. We leave. We're going to New York City tomorrow. Wow. For five days. And so we'll be home on Monday. But, you know, there's all these errands you have to run on yes. the last day before a trip. Yeah. It's not like Danielle's still on maternity leave and I have only been, you know, I've not been at my job that I have now long enough to really tie anything up before I leave. It's right, right. Like, uh-huh. okay, I need to be gone for a few days. <laughs> um, but we have all this personal stuff we need to take care of before we go. You know, we needed to go to the library, take books back. We needed to, you know, go mm-hmm. to the bank. We needed to just run all these little piddly errands. You know, like Danielle needed a hair clip. You know, just <laughs> little things like that. And so right. we're trying to do, and we were also having our car serviced. So we were dropping that off. While, it makes sense to have it be taken care of while we're gone. Right. Yes. And so then we're not missing a car. Well, that... We thought we made our appointment at like the ripe or bright and early time of 1030. We're ah. like, that'll get us out of the house. Yes. And um, get us going, moving on our errands and yes, everything. Well, let me just say Uh-oh. that with a baby, every single thing that you need to do out uh-huh. of the house takes at least twice as long. <laughs> at least. Right. I'm... Maybe three times as long. I was going to say, wow, that was really short, actually. So let me just say what we were able to accomplish between 1030 oh, and no. now. Oh, no. We, were a- we went to, uh, we went, first of all, we dropped the car off. Okay. That was late. We didn't get there till 11. Oh, wow. So even getting out of the house took longer than it should have. Yes. We, then from there, we had to get something to eat. We didn't eat breakfast before we left the house. So we went out to lunch. Then we went from there, we had to go to the library. Well, then it was time for the baby to eat. So okay. we sat in the library feeding the baby for our 45 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Then we went, we were staying with friends and we wanted to buy them a gift to, you know, yes. say thanks for letting us stay with you. So then we went to this shop downtown that I like to, we buy presents at. It's the okay. most lod- usual place we buy gifts at. Right. So we went there and... Then we went to a store directly across the street from there. Then it was time for the baby to eat again. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah, I forgot about that, of all yeah. the feeding. So oh. I was like, okay. And it's not like with a grown-up where you can say, all right, you know, I can wait 45 minutes till we eat. Right. You know, I can wait until we get this errand run. Well, I was like, well, she's not cranky. So let's run. Let's go to the, the, the credit union first. Okay. And then... You know, try to get that because that was a simple, easy errand, and like, and then we'll go, you know, park somewhere, and um, you can feed her real quick while yes. we're parked. So we did that. Then, okay, mind you, it's now like going on three. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. You were able to make it here on time too. I was. Oh my Shocking, gosh. Yes, I was like, then, wow. Okay, so we're feeding her again in the parking lot of Whole Foods. And I decided to go in there and get some coffee. Okay. (laughs) Right. And steal myself up a little bit. 
So then we had, then we were like, okay, we have these many. We looked at our list and we were like, okay, we have these many errands left to go. It's now after four. Right. I have to be downtown Ann Arbor by, you know, 10 of six to do the show. Yes. So what are we going to do now? Well, we decide the original plan was going to go to the mega store and pick up cat food and Got it. what whatnot. Right. And then Danielle pointed out, well, they're open 24 hours. We could go there at midnight if we needed to. Okay. I was like, okay, good point. Yeah. <laughs> then good. let's not go there now. Critical thinking. Yes. Right. So then we because also. Going to New York City will entail a lot of walking. Oh yeah. Danielle feels like she need has felt like she needed to get some more, some shoes that were better for that sort of thing. Than oh what wow, she but had. brand new shoes. Yeah, but if you're good about the shoes, you okay. can if because she's getting like walking sandals. Oh, so oh okay. They'll be fine. It's yes. not like she's getting like a brand new pair of right, right, shoes right. or whatever. Well, so then that entailed two giant shoe stores, oh, right? My word. And in the middle of this, the baby throws a fit. Oh, no. For no reason. Like, oh, she's no. not hungry. She's not wet. She's not any, like... She wanted attention. She's like, if she we're going to be in a attention. shoe store, I want shoes. She Well, we tried, but there's none small enough oh. for it. So I just had to keep walking. And in the, in the middle of this fit, Danielle was like, okay, I cannot not pay attention to her when she's this upset. So you either need to give her to me, which is going to throw us off schedule, or take her outside. Right. So I take her outside, and finally she just passed out. She oh. was just like, you know, and I was like, well, there's your problem. So right. then, okay, then we go to, um, we went to another shoe store from there. Then we're like, okay, what do we do now? Oh we have, it's, it's now approaching five o'clock. Right. We don't have really enough time to really do any other errand. Right. But we also, it seems silly to like go home. It's a little too, yeah. Or come by the time here. you go home, it's going to be, yeah. Right, or come here. So we actually did try to squeeze in another errand. We squeezed in two more errands. Wow. Because we have parenting skills. That's right. We are parents. Woo! So what we ended up doing is, of course, the baby was hungry again. Uh huh. Oh, my. So Danielle fed the baby while I went into the grocery store to pick up cat food and hair clips. Gotcha. Then. After that, we went into the baby store because we had to get like a travel, you know, like a little sponge for her to take her bath on and whatnot Aww. when we're traveling. So, so we she, to, when you're traveling, is she going to be taking this, taking her little bath in the sink? Oh, I don't know. We'll see how oh, it okay. works at our friend's house. We've never stayed with oh, them before. Oh, we're staying at the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. we're staying at a friend's house and we don't know if they have a, just a stand-up shower or they have a bathtub or what, but we have this little like sponge thing that you lay down in the bathtub or the sink that she can then sit on. Right. Okay. Or la- well, lay on. She doesn't sit up yet. Um, but anyway, that that's so, but it folds up real small and it's uh, not like her big bathtub, that, you know. Right. So then we went and we picked up that and because we seem to have a problem keeping our hands on some pacifiers. Oh. They disappear all over our house. Well, you know, you got three cats. We do. We do have three Have you cats. checked underneath the couches? No. We know that one is under the bed. Oh, okay. Missing. Like, okay. we know it's under there, but damned if we can find it. Right, right. Then there's like two more that are, we have no idea where they are. Wow. They Hold probably on. fell on the floor and were absconded with by a cat. Yes, yes. 
whatever. So we had to get some more of those. But, you know, I felt like it was taking really long time to get all those errands done. But I still think we got, like, almost everything done. Wow. That we needed to do. We still have to pack. Well, but that's but that could be done at home. When that can be done sleeping. at home, yes. like, while Charlotte's sleeping or whatever. <clears throat> and we still have to do... Was there another out there? Oh, we, we're, we're cat-sitting. We swapped cat-sitting with a friend. Like, ah. she was gone this past weekend. We'll be gone this weekend. Right. So today's the switch-off day. Aha. Uh-huh. So we had to go by her house, and then that's kind of it. Oh, wow. Um, that's good. So I was impressed with us. Yeah. It was hard. It was, yes. And Charlotte really didn't like it much. Right. Like, she seems to, I think, be like a one or two errand at a time kind of kid. Right, yeah. Like, okay, I like to look around and stuff, but we can go home then. Right, the, yes. Like, you know, like... Well, she's a power shopper. She is a power shopper. You know, shopper. she likes to go in, get what she needs, and she's go out. She's not a lollygagger. No, no. Not at all. Not a slacker. Not at all. But we're really excited to take her on her first kind of big trip. Oh, yeah. We're going to... Well, we're mostly going to be in Brooklyn. We may, we're going to be in Manhattan for a little while. Okay. But, um, for Our friends live in Brooklyn. We're going to stay with them. And the Fat Girl Flea Markets this weekend. Oh, that's right. We're going to go to that. And we're really excited, actually, for all of our New York friends to meet Charlotte because yes. they're really excited to meet Oh, yeah. Her. They were at the uh, baby right. shower. They so were, they came it was all the way here for them. the baby shower. And, yes. Um, and they had some pretty good gifts. I was like, you, they gifts. were pretty clever. They were. So. They, were, they got actually one of our favorite toys, which was the, the Ugly Doll. Oh yes, and Charlotte likes that too. She oh, can't. Word. It's a little too big for her to hold on to yet, but she likes it because it's really fuzzy. Yes, so she likes it. Oh my gosh! And Miss Charlotte, by the way, had her two month checkup this week. Oh, and, and she's in. She's doing great. Oh good. good. She passed all of her developmental markers with Woo-hoo. flying colors. She has gained almost three pounds. Wow. Born, okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. That's, I mean, yeah. you and I think of three pounds. We're like, that's lunch. <laughs> that's right. And But for her, that's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a really big deal. So, yeah. Okay. But I'm doing very well. I'm a little leery of this, this trip in some ways, but really excited about it for others. Like okay. taking a baby on an airplane is a little... Right, right, right. Exactly. A little nerve-wracking. But we got her, her own ears. seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you have to. No, you don't. When they're that small, you can just hold them. Oh, okay. But we decided we, it would be more comfortable for yeah. all of us if we got our own, her, yeah. her own seat. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. So... Yeah. With, especially way, with the size of those... Right. Chairs nowadays. Right. But. So we can all sit together and yeah. not worry about a stranger being in between us or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, wow. we'll see. Well, speaking of weird stuff, when we get back from our break, I've, uh, and doing some traveling. I did some traveling also. I went to another place this weekend. I wanted to talk about and get your advice. Uh-oh. Exactly. <laughs> This is Jeremy Merklinger from the Washtenaw Rainbow Action Project, your TBLG Resource Center at 325 Broncourt. Check us out online at www.rap-up.org or call us at 734-995-9867. Thanks for listening to WCBN, and don't forget to listen to me on Closets Are for Clothes on the third Wednesday of every month from 6 to 7 p.m.
I always think of laughing when we play that. I agree with you. You know, it's like, I feel like we I should be doing like the shimmy or right, Goldie Hawn, with yes! the body paint. Yes, exactly. Yeah, laughing was my mom's favorite TV show for a long, long yeah. time. It's like, man, oh yeah. man. So, but we do need to make sure because we haven't corrected this yet. Is that they uh, that rap is no longer. Um, right. At the address they gave, so they are currently at three nineteen. Thank you very much, Braun Court. They've really just moved Kitty Corner to from where they were. That's true, exactly. It's not like they've moved across town and right. their address is wrong. So, you know, if you accidentally went to the old address, it wouldn't be too hard to find exactly the new place. But it is it is different, so we should make that correction. Yes, three nineteen Braun Court. Correct. Yes, um, in a different location. Yes. In a yeah. lovely location. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Yeah, really, oh, my really gosh. Is. It's really functional. It really is. So I had a very interesting... Because so I went to this, this this camping thing and then went over to my um, family's... Uh, my family apparently has this big thing that we all have to go to the Clawson Parade. That it's like a major thing that we go on the 4th of July. It was something that my father started that no matter what was going on in the family, we had to go to the Clawson Parade. And so we travel to the Clawson Parade, go there, do our stuff. Um, and Why Clawson in particular? Well, because it was close to the closest... It well, one, one. Yeah, well, one is the biggest parade in Oakland County. Oh, okay. Um, and it's a long parade. I mean, it's a good two hours, oh, and they okay. have a variety of different things. Okay, um, so it's a, it's a it's a worthwhile parade. Oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. that it's that like these you know small town and uh, where you only have like the fire engine and the police officers and the and high the, school marching band. Right, exactly. Okay. And then you're done in 15 minutes. And woohoo, that was really great. And, right, right. Um, and at the same time, um, many of my family live or excuse me work in that area. So it's very funny because as there as people go by, like the marching bands and the Cub Scouts and all these various other ones, um, they're like you know they're like hi Mrs. Burns and or hi you know my sisters and or um, they or nephew has a classmate that's in the parade like oh, I didn't know you were going to be in the parade so it's one of these like and of course mm-hmm. everybody that's sitting with us or near us is like surprised that they that we know all these people in the parade. Well, because it is the biggest parade in Oakland County, um, there's a lot of politicians that show up. Well, sure. And as I've talked about on this show before, is that um, that my family is a very conservative, Christian, Republican um, uh, group thought, I guess, a group think. And so when I go, I am like the only one that is not. <laughs> so whenever there's a Democrat or a liberal, or the libertarian, um, or Green Party candidate, I'm always cheering for them. Um, and um, and I just as a side note too, the other thing that I have uh, that that happens at these parades, and I don't know why, it's like people with weddings. You know, they cry at weddings or they cry at funerals and things. I I don't have a I don't cry too much at weddings, um, or I don't cry too much at um, funerals. But when I'm in a parade and you have the 70-year-old veteran and the entire crowd stands up and starts cheering, I, like, just burst with tears. I don't know why that is, but it just I just really, um, really touched by that. And I don't know what that is. But um, And luckily there wasn't too many of them, so I didn't end up crying the whole way. Right, right. Good. Um, but so, but my family, so as these Republicans are coming through, and, and in fact, there was one person, it was quite funny, came, comes through, 
and her name was Shelly something. I should look it up on the internet. But it's um, her, and she come to and she shook literally everybody's hand as they went by, and she asked them for her vote, their your vote. And if you didn't say yes, she didn't let go of your hand. It was like you're going to vote for me, you know, this this coming election, right? Because I need your vote. And if you said yes, thank you very much. You go on to the next one, and. I noticed that she didn't let go of someone who's sitting with us. Um, her name is Kelly. Kelly was like, well, who are you running against? And the woman was just like, didn't let go of the hand, like clamped on the hand and was like, well, I'm running against so-and-so. And she's like, oh, and, and there was, she was, well, I'm a Republican. I mean, she was very proud of it. Just put it right out there. Like, I'm a Republican. And she's like, well, who's, and apparently it wasn't someone. She's oh, I could probably vote for you. And she's like, no, 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 I need your vote. Like this, I need your vote. I need you to vote for me. And and she's like, well, you're not... I, she says, okay, I probably will, but who I want to get out of office, and so she named this name, and I can't remember who it was, I don't want to vote for so-and-so. If you're running against so-and-so, I'm definitely going to vote for you, but I don't... But I'm trying to figure out who that other person is. And she goes, well, who is it? And she said the name, and and... Apparently that was a Republican or that was, no, that was a, probably a Democrat or whatever. And the woman was just like, well, we could, you could probably call my office and we could find out who that other person is or who's we're running against them, but I still need your vote. And so they finally, after negotiating, and this all took place like within like, like 20 seconds or whatever. Right, right. And of course I dragged it out. So she's going down the thing and she goes to shake my hand and I just kind of was like, no, I'm not going to shake your hand. And she looked at me. And kind of paused and then moved on. But it, I knew it was like an issue because everybody else that was sitting on our blanket, like shook her hand, said, yes, I'll vote for you. Yes, I'll vote for you. And I sat there like, mm, don't don't pick up my hand. Like right. this, I'm not going to give you my hand because you're not going to let go. And I'm not going to defend my point of view in front of my family and friends and have right. you make me have make and a promise. And the parade for crying out loud. Well, the thing was that she was pretty good. Because she kept with her group. I mean, that I was really surprised by that. I mean, she wasn't really, and um, she wasn't like falling behind, you know. And but she was definitely shaking people's hands and definitely asking for their votes, which I was really impressed with because they, they do mm-hmm. say that that is the way to win. Sure, it's, that's a great thing that she yes, was doing. Exactly. But I I do take a small issue with that, like. I'm not just going to vote for somebody because they shook my hand at a parade. Well, true. You know, I need you to tell me what your platform is, what your pro, what your con. Yes. And then maybe I'll decide. Yes, exactly. Well, and that's exactly because I don't, you know, I don't know what you stand for. And especially that was one of the things I was going to do this year and I didn't. I didn't have time was to find out who is running in that area. And so I know who I can make a promise for because two years ago. There, there was um, people handing out. The big thing was handing out stickers, and they would not hand out, hand you a sticker. They would put a sticker on you, and you were you were kind. Of, and I didn't realize what was going on, but there was somebody who was running for that was a Democrat that I allowed them to put a sticker on me, and they moved on. And the Republican came by and was putting stickers on everybody. Went to go put a sticker on me and saw the candidate, and she moved on to the next one. She didn't even touch me. Like, don't didn't acknowledge me. Just saw the button and moved on. It was very. It was a very interesting. Oh, great! Alex is falling asleep. Am I boring right. people? No, you're not boring. <laughs> no, Alex is like I'm just stretching. Um, but um, and it's great to have Alex back. By the way, woohoo! Yay! Even, welcome back, Alex. And um, so the um, 
So yeah, so I just thought that this is like kind of a very interesting political political arena, um, and um, and my family is like cheering on the Republicans, like woo, you know, no more taxes and and family values, and and they're and 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 as people go by, they're like chatting with one another like oh yeah i I would vote for so and so and they're really good you know did you hear what they did last you know this past year and and i just kind of sit there kind of quietly and in fact i remember like several several years ago my sister we were having our picnic after the after the parade and my sister says i think we have a democrat amongst us and I was like, well, who would that be? Like this? So she says, I think, Dan, you're, you're a Democrat. I said, well, let's just put it, I'm not a Republican. <laughs> like this. And she was like, oh, like this. And apparently this is a big scandal. I mean, it was a bigger issue than me being gay. But anyway. Um, well, of course it is. <laughs> and so, well, this year, people were coming through and, and there was Governor Granholm that showed up. And you know what? She's, she is. I mean, she definitely has a presence. Absolutely. I had no. I'd have never met her personally. I've only seen her in the papers and pictures and things. And I knew she was. She's not really, really tall. But I'll tell you, she took over that she crowd she's no when she. Violence. Oh my gosh, no! And she made eye contact. I mean, with every single person, and was like, "Happy Fourth of July, Happy Independence Day." You know, I'm glad you're here. Have a wonderful time with your family. I mean, she just was just just took over the crowd. Um, Senator Levin. Um, he comes by, kind of thing. He's there, shaking people's hands. Glad you're here. Um, you know, root for Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Debbie Stabenow starts coming through, and suddenly there's a hush in, in the group I was with. And I go, hi, Debbie. <laughs> and I'm like, and she turns like this, and she didn't recognize who I was or anything like this. And I, um, but my family was just like. <gasps> Like, oh my God, don't have her come over here, like this or whatever. And I just sat there like this is like and I just and the politics that happens and the and the and I realize now why I'm so anxious the morning of Fourth of July or Independence Day, um, is because I have to deal with like there are like fifteen people. I mean when we have everybody on our our right, blanket right. is quite huge. Um, in fact, we even get, the parade starts at nine, and we get there at seven fifteen. Now, this is just a small town, Clawson, but we get there at seven fifteen, so we have our spot, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's really quite hysterical. Um, and um, and so to be there by myself with my views, and 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 hearing and being one against the the other fourteen that are there, and anybody else who's sitting next to us. It's really intimidating, and you mm-hmm. really—I really have to get my, oh, I don't know, get my gumption, whatever, um, to to just sit there and listen to their comments and things. And I, and I do actually have to take a break between the parade and my family picnic because I have to kind of download or, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, decompress. Next year, you could take the seven queers from the camping trip with wow, you. Wow, that's what I, exactly, and like really expand it. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. And, um, oh, exactly. But I think the big thing I want to do, and this is like my new, even if it's a financial goal, is that when Governor Granholm runs again, um, to, uh, what is it? Uh, you're an incumbent. No, you're. Uh, you're she's an when she's an incumbent again next year, next in the next four years or whatever, and she shows up, 
I want her to walk right up to me, and I mean, I'll give five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, I don't know. I'll do run her work her campaign, whatever. So she walks over to me during that time and shakes my hand and says, "Dan Burns, it's good to see you." I think that would be like I my family would, would faint, and then to see and then have Senator Levin come by. Dan Burns, how are you? Like this or whatever, and just say, good to see you here. I mean, they really don't need to have a conversation with me, but just to be able to come right to me and say Mm -hmm. my name, like they recognize me, I think would be absolutely hysterical. Well, I don't know about Governor Granholm, but I bet you could get Senator Levin just to do that. Right, right. You could call his office and And say, say, could you do that? Because we sit in the same spot every year. I really, really want to meet Senator Levin. (laughs) (laughs) And so could you tell him where, you know, like have him shake my hand at the parade? Right. And I bet it would happen. Oh, hello. I totally bet it would happen. I mean, just, I mean, that would just, I mean. That would rule. Oh, my family would, I mean, they'd fall over in their chairs. And I mean, they would be just like, oh my God, I probably will never be invited to the parade ever again. But. (laughs) <laughs> that's where the would, really, would you really be out anything? No, really were- <laughs> not, actually. What I do is probably set up right across the street or right next to them and right, have right. my little contingent. Right, right. Bring 15 clears. <laughs> yes. Sit with you. Yes, and had our fabulous, you know, red, white, blue outfits. Right, and, right. You know, woo! Exactly. Gets like oh. I don't know the Elton John costume that he wore in the seventies. Right, bicentennial. Yeah. Like, yes, cool. exactly. That'd be very cool. So I just, you know, I, and I know this is like a little pipe tree, but you're right. I think, I think Senator Levin would do it definitely, and and, and Debbie Stabenow probably would too. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, because totally that's the one of the things that Lynn River, I mean, that's where I even got the idea. And so I did some little thing for her, you know, like I, I helped out in the office or something. I mean, just something so minor, like stuffing envelopes or, or stamping envelopes or whatever. And every time I run into her, she's always like, Dan Burns, how are you? I mean, she... I'm like, you have no idea who I am. Like right, this, right. and I'm nobody. Like the, I'm, I, I can't get you votes. I can't get you whatever. I can't give you money. I can't, I can't give you money. Right. right, exactly. And yet, she always, every time she saw me, she always said, you know, even if she couldn't shake my hand or she was across the room, she would say, "Hi, Dan Burns," like this, or "Hi, Dan." And it freaks me out. It just it was one of those things of like. Wow. And mm-hmm. and so I would just love that, especially right in front of my family, to uh, just have all those Republicans just... I think that would be great. Oh, hello. Definitely. And speaking of Republicans and governors, this guy DeVos... Oh. He just looks like a homophobe. Oh, hello. Like, I don't... I mean, I know a little bit about him. Well, first okay. of all, he's from Grand Rapids. So that should tell you right there. A lot. Yeah. A lot. He's a Republican <laughs> from Grand Rapids. Oh, that's right. But I like... I see his picture... And I'm like, he just looks like he hates me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't, he's this, he's like beady eyed. Uh huh. Extremely white. Oh, yes. He's really white. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I know Grand Rapids a little bit. I know that there are a lot of people of color there, but he doesn't even look like he's ever even seen someone with brown skin. <laughs> yes. Except on television, and that was maybe Bill Cosby. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Certainly not somebody like Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock or... Right, right. Even, you know, Barack Obama or something, <laughs> you know? But, so, yeah, I just, this guy is just, he creeps me out yes, every time I see him. Definitely. I mean, and, and I, to be honest with you, I really am afraid. I mean... Well, the last poll I heard that they're running neck and neck. Yes. 
they're running neck and neck, Governor Granholm and the De- DeVos, DeVos guy. Yes, exactly. And I need to say, we need to do some some hard work for Granholm to get reelected. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, it's important. You know, he's running on this platform of, you know, jobs for Michigan and whatnot. But it's important to remember that Jennifer Granholm did not create no. this bad economy that That's Michigan right. has right now. She inherited it. John Engler, when he was in his last year as governor, decided that he would, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul. And he took money from the next year's budget to pay his own budget that Mm -hmm. last year. And that she walked into a mess of a shortfall that wasn't even that was just. But she couldn't like clean that all up by um, by um, by, uh, by four years. (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh, oh okay. It was a pretty, I mean, it was a major amount of money. And yeah. there's, like, it was a huge deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, And state governments operate different than federal governments. State governments oh, yeah. have to balance their budget. They can't run on a deficit oh, like really? the federal government. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh. they have to balance. And what's the way she's going to do that? You know, she did do a lot to try and... But what that ended up doing was furthering the sort of downturn of Michigan's economy. But she's also done some things like this thing that she has um, where she mandated that if there's a Michigan company that makes the good or provides the service that Michigan government has to buy it from that company. Even if it's oh, cheaper yeah. to buy it from Ohio right. or cheaper to buy it from Canada, they have to buy it from a Michigan company. Yes. So that right there is a phenomenal thing to be doing for oh, the economy. Yeah. And I venture to say there's not a Republican around that would... They're all about, you know, the cheapest good yep. and whatever, like screw fair trade, yep. whatever. So... I think that that's really a responsible way to address an issue with the economy. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, and she does She does have a presence. This guy does not seem... If we're going Well, he's got a presence, business, but a scary presence to me. I mean, it just... Yeah, like an old creepy dude. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, he's got a presence like Lurch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, speaking of Lurch, um, uh, one of... <laughs> One of the things that we're, um, that I just need to, um, uh, let people know about or be aware of is tomorrow, dun dun dun, is President Bush's birthday. I don't care. And so, well. He's turning 60, right? Yep, he certainly is. It's his 60th birthday. So there are various campaigns that are going on, and I think it's a really great idea. Like, for instance, um, uh, NARAL, which is for Pro-Choice America, is asking folks to donate $60 to their organization in honor of George Bush. I like that idea. You know, yeah. And I thought, wow, that would be quite an idea. Definitely, like, take that that birthday gift that you're going to get George Bush and um, and put it towards. Are they going to send him the thank you note? Um, I, bl- I believe so. I would love so. it if would they did like, that. Yes. Um, An acknowledgement will be sent. Gift he'll never forget. Together we'll help elect candidate. Um, uh, da, 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 help you elect. Uh, mm-hmm. Your gift will start us at a, a victory. Da, da, da. But yes, all I knew is I just basically okay. read. But I, well, I think that's what they have. Where can people get more information about it? They can go to um, ProChoiceAmerica.org. P-R-O-C-H-O-I-S-E, America, A-M-E-R, 
org. And you can donate $60 in honor of President George W. Bush's That's right. 60th birthday. And I thought, like, wow, that was like, such a clever, clever idea. So there's probably you know. going to be all this garbage on TV tomorrow, right, about his birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I'm traveling tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but then if there's a delay, a layover, then there's going to be all that. You'll be watching. Oh. Yeah, see, I know. I don't have a layover. Oh, thank flight. goodness. Then you'll be just like, boom, there, boom, right. and we're off, off you go. That's right. perfect. So, yeah. So, um, in our next uh, segment, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about some interesting news, uh, news items. Hi, this is Kevin Correa from the LGBT Affairs Office at the University of Michigan. Check out Closets Are for Clothes on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on WCBN-FM and Howdy. So, um, so I want to kind of, I found this well, article. Really quickly though, you yes. know how the other one reminds you of laughing? Yes. That one reminds me of the peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Schroeder I, I mean, on his little peanuts. Yes, exactly. And then them all with their heads up in the mm-hmm. air, you know, going back and forth. The dancing. The dancing, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Anyway, so, so in the anyway, news. So in the news. So uh, June was big, it was uh, uh, Pride Month. And so there no was all, kidding? It really was, honest. Um, and there was tons of events that happened um, all across the nation at different cities and, and capitals and um, major big cities and things, which, by the way, just want to remind folks that Hotter Than July is going to be um, at the end, which is the, um, uh, and the well, this will be the 11th annual Black Pride celebration. Um, and it's going to be July 26th through the 30th? That's right. So in the Palmer Park area? I believe so. There's a very, various things all across um, uh, Detroit. Yeah, so there's going to be Ruth Ellis Pride March and um, exactly the candlelight vigil at Palmer Park. So they're going to be doing various things across the city. Um, so, and you can definitely check that website out um, at hotterthanjuly.com and... I always forget it's T H A N. So Right. So hotter H O T T E R T H A N J U L Y um dot com and get a, a list of their schedule and things. But we'll be talking about that probably later in the in the month. But um so one of the things was that um Gay, gay marches, so I went to 365gay.com, and they were talking about the gay marches and gay bashing that the state, um, and talked about the state of the LGBT, LGBT rights around the world. And there were some interesting things that happened this month. Like, for instance, in Moscow, um, gay activists were, uh, uh, pummeled by right-wing protesters and detained by police on May 27th when they tried to gather after the city banned a gay pride, uh, parade. Mary, Mayor Yuri, um, Lashkov uh, says he will ban such parades as long as he holds office. Uh, more than 30 members of Congress signed a, a letter asking Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin to condemn the anti-gay violence. 
Um, another thing that happened is in Cameroon, where gay sex is punishable up to by up to five years in prison. Seven men were jailed more than a year before um, being convicted three weeks ago. On um, wait, what was that? Seven men were jailed more than a year before. Um, being convicted, oh, three weeks ago, on uh, sodomy charges. Human rights groups say the men were abused in prison and convicted um, despite lack of evidence. Nigerian President um, um, Abasanjo uh, was, has proposed a bill that would criminalize same-sex relationships, imposing prison terms for not only for gays and lesbians who have sex, but also for organizers of gay rights groups and participants in same-sex marriage ceremonies. Um, Frank and five other members of Congress also protested the convictions um, and imprisonment of 11 men. Oh, this is the, the one that I, I that said that saddens me. Um, arrested in November at what police in the United Arab uh, Emirates, Emirates called a mass gay wedding. Initially authorized, said that the men um, would be t- uh, tested for male hormone levels and might face hormone injections, um, though these uh, pr- uh, procedures did not occur. Um, in Jamaica, which outlaws gay sex, g- um, gays are frequent targets of attacks and harassment. The Caribbean island's best-known gay activist uh, was murdered in 2004 by an, assist- uh, an assailant wielding an ice pick. A gay man who... Uh, counseled people with AIDS was shot uh, dead last year. Iran, yes, in the news again, is a, uh, is a consistent, excuse me, is a constant concern to activists because of recurring reports of men being executed for gay sex. A pending Human Rights Watch investigation was verified, uh, yeah, verified that such executions occur, um, though it is difficult to gauge how frequently. Um, and then in Eastern Europe, has become one of the most intriguing gay rights battlegrounds as activists in several uh, countries confront conservative political and religious leaders who um, disdain Western European um, gay-friendly practices. There were some situations where Britain got involved with some of the stuff that was going on in Iraq um, and that they were um, encouraging gay bashing in Iraq. Um, And the the military wasn't doing anything about it and some English folks organized and actually um, was able to fight what was going uh, actually fight what was going on. Um, but then I was thinking, well, you know what, this is stuff that's going on around the world and how lucky we were to be in the United States and, and, and being close to Canada and, and that there's been a real movement, a positive thing that's been happening um, in the United States. And then I came across something that hit a little close to home, um, which was that um, the FBI is to probe a, um, a cross burning at a gay man's home. Uh, in Athens, Tennessee, the FBI, FBI is expected to join local and state investigators later this week in hunting down whoever burned a cross at the home of a gay man uh, of a gay man in Athens. Um, the county sheriff's department said federal investigators were called in to help determine if the burning, if the burning was a hate crime. Um, I'm and, sorry. How could they, how could it not be? Right. 
Hello, exactly. <laughs> and and they, and they go on to say that you know we're looking into all the all the angles, um, and it's a it's a concern because it's a crime. Um, the flaming cross was discovered by Brandon Waters on his front lawn. Uh, Waters said that the cross was about seven feet tall and hate message uh, and a hate message bearing homophobic epithets um, was found uh, was found nearby. Waters said that he has no doubt that the cross burning was a hate message targeting him because he is gay so it's still happening here even with all the um you know with all the 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 progress we've been making and all the the work it's still so important for us to be out there and and showing that we are um that we do that we're human beings and we do deserve to be able to have um you know, just be treated as a human being and have what we call human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, you know, as I was reading all the different things that was happening, because I was going to try to cr- talk about that over June, is saying, you know, there is so much, we are so lucky to be in this country, um, and then to come across this thing that happened in Tennessee, this cross burning. Mm-hmm. It frustrated me that we still have so much work to go and so well, much. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, we are lucky. In yeah. a lot of ways, we have, and just at the same time, we have so much more work to do. Yeah, you know, um, I think that it was. I was listening to what you were to the first story and listening to those various countries mm-hmm. that you were talking about. You know, and those are a lot of countries that are really, um, sort sort of emerging. You know what I'm yes. saying? I don't. I, they're not third world countries right. by any stretch. Well, Jamaica may qualify as a sort of a developing nation in that way. But they're they're com- they're countries that are I mean, of course, Russia has uh-huh. had an illustrious history on the global playing right. field. But of course, lost some of that with the fall of communism and and the introduction of democracy and, and understanding that. But these are countries that are emerging. And in some ways, like it or not, you know, the United States really sets the tone on issues around these yes. like this. And our country right now doesn't seem so friendly. Right. To yes. b- Not just to the gays, but to a, to lot, a of lot of different folks. Yes. And I think that it's sort of become a hostile environment where these countries like I've known about Jamaica's you know homophobic stuff for a long long time but you know it was always it wasn't talked about as like a, a big deal or a reason not to go there or right. you know whatever um however now it seems like well we can talk about it because in the United States they want to ban gay marriage in their constitution so mm. we're going to be out there and bold in our homophobia and we're right. going to make it known that you're not welcome here and we will kill you you know, well, like right. it, it's very. It's like we're, we don't have the tone that this is that all oh, that they're going to come in and do something about it. Uh, we just won't. We that we're or we're going to keep our money from them. Right. I mean, in an, with a country like Jamaica, that's kind of a big deal. Certainly is that the, the you know that tourism from the United States is their bread and butter, and yes. so we 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 do have the power to say as a you know kind of as a as a nation to say. We're not, I mean, look at what the embargoes did and sanctions did in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made it an entirely different country. Made right. their, political, their political spectrum totally different. Yes, exactly. The same thing could happen in a lot of these other countries mm-hmm. if we wanted to do some, excuse me, 
human rights boycotting. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of putting sanctions on Iraq like we did all throughout the 90s because of, you know, ridiculous political reasons because they weren't doing what we told them to do. Right. Related to oil and weapons. Right. So, you know, let's do some some sanctions or embargoes that are really going to keep people safe. Yes. Yeah, that's something we can do. We can, you know, travel agents. There are a lot of damn gay travel agents. Oh, there is. And they could all get together and say, you know what? We're not going to help you get a trip to Jamaica. Right. We're not going to spend our energy getting people there. Yes. We're, we're you know, if you want to, you have to do something else to go to mm-hmm. Jamaica or what. You know, there's yeah. lots of things that can happen. Not or to, even have you go to some place that's even close to that's even close to Jamaica that um, that is friendly, right? And so that they can see what's happening right. with that close the, that Absolutely. close to them. Absolutely, and not to pick on Jamaica. I don't. No. I mean, it's an easy target, right? It's an easy target, exactly. it's just especially one of, with the news of with I think Rosie O'Donnell that they were in a they went to some island and right their and, boat was refused dock. And, right, right, you know, right. So there was some issues. Yeah, so, well, those are all crappy yes. stories, but it is important to hear that stuff because mm-hmm. we need to remember it and talk about it and think about it um, right. on a regular basis. You know, and so and so to be thinking about on a regular basis, one of the things that we need to remind folks is about that we are looking for some co-hosts. We are. We are. And um, and uh, if you are interested in becoming a co-host here on Closets Are For Clothes, um, and we... Where we're... It's clothing optional. That's right. Hello. <laughs> and... Um, and you can definitely give us a call at 734-763-3500. But I think the best thing is, because one of the things we're requesting folks to do is to put together a demo tape. Uh, it doesn't have to be fancy. Nope. Exactly. Just maybe even just record yourself reading some news stories you get off of 365gay.com. Right. Just so we can hear your voice and know what you would sound like. Right. You know, I mean, it's, Dan and I are not professionals. <laughs> That's for sure. So... At anything. Yeah. yeah. So, by any, you know, just just something so we can hear your voice and we yes. have a good example of that. And send that to us here at the station. Right. Which is 530 SAB, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 48109. You want to send the Closets Are For Clothes, care of WCBN. Yes. And it'll get in our mailbox and mm-hmm. we'll review that and then hopefully we'll have some new co-hosts by the end of summer. Right. And one of the things that we'd like to also encourage folks to do, because we really do want to know why um, uh, you'd be interested in uh, being on Closet. So also if you just write up a paragraph or a page of just saying why you want to be on Closet Silver Clothes, um, that would yeah. be help us to kind of get to know who you are and, and especially right. with the demo tape, knowing, you know, be able to, to be more familiar with you. And we would encourage... People of color, yes, and trannies, yes, certainly to apply, and us, and also anyone who, you know, can offer something different. Yes, and one of the things that we definitely are, to, are looking for also are bisexual folks right. that will be able to talk to those issues. Um, but yeah, but something that would add a little extra to our um, our, our show is what we're right. really looking for, is something that would be kind of um, make make it a little bit more interesting and and make the banter um, more lively. Yes, much Even way more, more lively. lively. Yeah, can it be? 
I don't know. <laughs> Anything is possible. Exactly. So we want to make sure before the show ends to definitely, um, uh, to definitely, to, to be considerate and def- and 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 approach us or even email us and let or us if, know. You know, and if you know somebody who may not be listening, but you think they would make a great addition to our oh, show, yeah, encourage them to also audition. Yeah, it would be best though if they lived in the general Washtenaw County area, right, so that they can get here for the show every week. Well, well, that is one of the yeah. things that with this show is we do it live. We do right. it from six to seven every Wednesday. It's a live show, so therefore that's why be, if they, even if they live far away, but they but if they're in the area on Wednesday evening, they can evening, get here on Wednesday evening. That's from right, six to seven. Exactly. So, we just can't do things over the phone, right? Right, or by tape or anything like. We like right. to do it live. It's yes, more fun that way. Exactly. Um, and so if you know someone who would be a good addition to the show, encourage them again either to call seven six three thirty five hundred. So they can even send an email to inquire, which they would send to cool kids yes. at closetsontheair.com, and we can give them more information. As we keep going, yes. Um, and if you want to let them check out the show before they audition, you can send them to iTunes Music Store. Right. Where they can download podcasts of Closets Are For Clothes. Yes, definitely. And one, just go on a, on a positive note. Um in New York City, I believe it was uh, June 30th, um, there's a story that I found also on 365gay.com about the uh, gay bell um, at the, N- uh, the New York Stock Exchange. Um, like the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia, the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange will ring out for liberty today as parents, fi- family, and friends of gays, lesbian, gays and lesbians signal the wrap-up of the week on Wall Street. P-Flag was invited to ring the closing bell, an an honor usually reserved for the heads of new companies being listed on the exchange and foreign dignitaries uh, by the directors of the New York Stock Exchange. It will mark the end of a day of lobbying exchange members um, about the growing reach of the buying power of GLBT Americans, especially when coupled with the purchasing force of their families and friends. The purchasing power of the GLBT community is estimated today to be a massive $641 billion. I had no idea we where that bank. wealthy. Yes, exactly. With, proje- uh, with projections reaching $1 trillion by 2012, uh, said Jody Huckabee, executive director of PFLAG. Add in the buying power of the, of the millions of family members and friends who show a fierce allegiance to fair-minded corporations, um, and you get a message to that no company can afford to ignore. Equality is good for business. PFLAG leaders will be present, presenting exchange members with new research showing that more than three-fourths of Americans personally know someone who is GLBT, and those consumers are more likely than others to support companies that market the, the gay and lesbian community. Um, so this report also shows that 86% of the Fortune 500 companies include sexual orientation and 81% include the terms gender identity and and or gender expression in their non-discrimination policies. Well, so that was awesome. That's um, great news to end the show on. That's right. So, Chrissy, I will be seeing you next week. Next week, indeed. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into Closets Are Foreclosed on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500. That's 763-3500. Or you can write us here at the station at 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. 
or at our Ipsy office. You can reach us at P.O. Box 980070, Ypsilanti, Michigan 48198. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are Foreclosed are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place, next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. What?